Welcome to a new episode of NY Jets Fans with your host, Davin and Kyle. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, the Jets Fans Podcast, as we come to y'all with a new episode. One more preseason game away for the Jets, and then we'll finally hit that season, and I can't wait for that season to start. Um, other than that, what's going on with you, Kyle? How you feeling? Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. I was, uh, happy to see, um, you know, happy to, to watch some football this weekend since I, I, I missed the, the first preseason game. So I was happy to see, you know, this this week's game and uh, just to be able to watch them, you know, battle and, and pull out the victory this week. Yeah, um, they won the game 24-16 to 16 after 16-3 start. Um, there were some positives. There were some negatives. Um, I know my positivity is uh, Lawrence Cage actually had a touchdown, um, had a good three catches, 64 yards. Um that of course there was some um, some negatives here and there, um, not too much. I know one of them was very important for some Jets fans to talk about, and that's uh Bryce Hall. Um, they were saying he was he missed the tackle, uh, he was getting he was getting beat, and he got a penalty. Um, I know I know I know you upset about this, Kyle, because I know how you feel about uh Hall. But um, break break down how you felt felt when you heard uh, fans talking about this. Yeah, I, I'm. As I said, I'm not. I'm not gonna totally just, uh, you know, discredit him in terms of of his gameplay. You know, he's he's right. he played well last season. You know, and if I'm not mistaken, like I said, from what I was watching of this game, he played a lot of. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he played a lot on the right corner side, which. My, if I'm not mistaken, he played more the left corner last season, so there might be a little bit of an adjustment there for him. You know, you know, um, I know people uh, normally get on corners that say, that, you know, that they can only play one side of the field, but you know, I'm not gonna really, as I said, bash him too much. You know, being that you know he's still a young guy, you know, and still pretty much uh, learning the position to be, you know, to perform it on a on a pro level. Right. And we used to seeing them playing on the uh, the outside. We're not used to seeing them play on the slot. So it's not going to be easy for Hall. But, you know, I think they'll still try to mix it up. Um, maybe have Hall do a couple of plays and then, you know, something like that. But, you know, we'll see. Um, I know one I know one play that I like was from Bradley uh, Anna. Even though it was raining outside, I know, I know it was raining, but I love the hustle from the kid. Um, I know he'll probably be on the practice squad, but, you know, for him to, to chase down the quarterback, pick up the ball and get the touchdown, that's what you call great, great hustle from the kid. Yeah, I definitely, um, I definitely liked his, you know, his hustle on that play. You know, it was, um, at the end of the day, I think it was more the, the, the fumble came a little bit weird because I guess the way um, um, where the quarterback fell, like he fell hands first. So that's why the ball kind of like popped out on him, but it was still good hustle for him, you know, for Aggie to, to realize that, grab the ball and, and be able to run it back. So like I said, I, I'm, ha I'm happy for him and, you know, him being able to have that moment. Right. And for me, you know, it's just great for, you know, a kid like him to just have a moment like that, you know, and it shows the potential that he has. Um, 
Yeah, I think, you know, with that, um, like I said, it was a little bit here and there. Um, I do like the Lawrence Cage, the touchdown. Uh, he basically made a little cut, got a little 34-yard touchdown. He seems like he's uh, moving into that tight end role uh, uh, good. I don't see him making the team, but maybe maybe he'll be on the, one of those guys in the practice squad as well. Um, I said Cager. He's um, I said he he definitely had a a a game, you know, um, this time because I think he had a big catch, you know, in the middle of the game, and then he also had uh the touchdown, um, and you know to see him doing well, being you know having to, you know, convert it from a wide receiver to a tight end, and seeing him um produce is, is cool um. I would say in terms of him making the team, though, you know, like that, that 53 man is definitely yeah. up in the air thing because you, you got to think about it. But I would say I don't know how much of um, West Coast play is going to play into this because West Coast had a terrible game. You know, there was penalties and all this other stuff that he, you know, that happened with him. So I don't know based on uh the two tight ends that we already have, you know, mm. that we brought up for free agency, if Wesco is gonna fit the bill for them because he's really not the, in that same type of mold. You know, actually Cager is more in that mold. So I guess it's it's yet to be seen what they're gonna do. Right. And also I think one one of your uh disappointments and that you would like to see cut is uh Lamarcus Joyner. Uh <laughs> can you tell us why you feel that way? Yeah, to me, like he just had a really, a really bad game, um, you know. And I said, for me, um, even though uh, Paul was in coverage, that that touchdown that was scored to me was more on Joiner's uh, to Joiner's uh, lack of, of of awareness because he got so caught up with watching the 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 receiver that was coming across his path who already had a defender on him that he kind of like just sat there like a deer in the headlights and that pass um ended up going in a in a direction where if he had just um realized that there was going to be a post route because um the receiver had got a step on hole he could have shifted over to that side and probably picked it off and mm. you know, who knows, probably ran it back for a pick six because there was nobody on that side to to catch him if he did catch it. All right. Yeah, I'm about to say it's uh, kind of critical. You know, to me, it's just the fact of the matters that, you know, we can't. I mean, they it just sounds like it just sounds like, um, you know, we got Joyner just to get Joyner. I think a couple of people was on the fence of keeping him. Um. I get it because he hasn't played like a whole season, right? I I, I think he got injured what the first game last season, right? Um, yeah, it was something like that. Like he he got hurt early, so he really didn't get a chance. He might have got hurt in like the first or second game, so yeah, he really didn't get a a, a chance to really um to put on, you know, to, to show what what he was able to do. Right. And you know, not just that, but the last, but the last, but the last thing was that um, uh, uh, people was talking about Ashton Davis um, and Will Parks. 
they they said that they don't know why people giving up on Ashton Davis. Um, do you do you have a clue on why uh, why they want to give up on Ashton Davis? Where I feel like he has put up a little bit more numbers than uh Will Parks. Um, the Davis. Um, I'm gonna say. I think that's um, that is more because of not particularly because of Davis's bad play, but more so probably of uh, Pinox's uh, good play. Like he's been mm. someone that they moved over to that safety position. So um, with them also bringing on, um, you know, Whitehead, it's it's to be seen like how how exactly they're going to. Um, how exactly they're going to, uh, you know, run that that secondary to say who's who's going to be back there. So, um, to me, like I said, if they if they move away from Joiner, then that leaves an opening for, um, you know, for um, Davis and well, possibly Parks because Parks definitely had um, a good stick. You know, he had to, he he had a stick a uh, uh, hit stick move out there um on one of the screens that they try to set up. So <laughs> you know, and I think he he's another guy that played um last year with along with um Riley in certain situations. So you know it's it's to be seen. Uh, uh and I, I think we're probably gonna get a lot of those answers in that um that final preseason game as to which direction they're gonna go. Right. And then also uh, Clemens. Um, I'm hearing a lot of good things about Clemens. It seems like he's sort of making the name for himself out there. Yeah, Clemens definitely um, in the Eagles game had a presence. And um, I've seen a, a couple of plays where he made um, in the in the, the Falcons game, you know, um, getting a backside um backside tackles when um they were running the ball away from him so they they seem to me they seem to do that a lot like a lot of plays when they was running Atlanta was running from the opposite side of him which is probably a good idea because he's such a you know a a, a menacing force out there <laughs> right but there seems you know we hearing good things I know this team is young but hopefully they'll be able to um get it together either way it was good to see them win um I know we talked about the quarterback the quarterback um (laughs) I mean it is what it is at this point I know you said one of them one of the plays was a bad uh was a bad throw I thought I thought it was a good throw but maybe I saw it wrong um can you speak more on that on that throw and what and what you thought could have happened oh yeah but um you talk about the the, the, the memes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I said, that interception was it was more of a bad throw. Um, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, the the announcers had had mentioned it um, during the game where um, Mims was technically open going towards the sideline, um, especially he was on a smaller guy. So if Chevler would have got, thrown it more to the sideline, um. And you know, have it be a, a jump ball situation, men would have definitely been able to climb the ladder and, and take it from the smaller defender. But what ended up happening, he threw the ball in which Mims had to stop and kind of reach 
behind, like in the opposite direction where he was running to catch the ball and somehow managed to two, get both hands on it. But what ended up happening is because the ball was thrown inside, the safety had um, had uh, less time that he needed to come over and help on coverage. And he literally went through um, Mim's hands and kind of took the ball from him. So mm. it was a, to me, I think it was a great effort by Mim to come try and catch the ball and right. definitely a, a poor throw by Shevler. But that was probably one of the few bad throws he had in the night because, you know, he, he did have some, um, did enough for them to um, win the game. Right, and and uh, we can't forget about P Ryan. P Ryan got him a touchdown. Um, out of like, what what is going on with this running back? Is uh, this running back? Um, we still got Coleman. What we got? Coleman, Ty Johnson, P Ryan, and of course we got Brees Hall and Michael Carter. Like, what is what is going on? Because I feel like is they going to try to keep all of them? Because I I don't think they should. Yeah, I, I actually think I actually think that um P Ryan is probably gonna end up being the the odd guy out. But I think um they're definitely gonna have Carter, um um Brees Hall and I think Tevin Coleman, just because of the, the, the veteran um presence that he's gonna have. And then he, he also plays um special teams and, you know, can field um, kickoffs and stuff. Mm. So that last spot, you know, I, I think we'll probably end up going to Johnson because he fits the mold better in terms of being both, you know, uh, a dual threat. Like he, he does, he has shown the ability to, you know, to catch out of the backfield and, and to turn up field and make plays, you know, like he had one of those, one of those plays, was um a big touchdown in the Cincinnati game, you know, where he caught it, walked the tightrope, and just got in the pylon from like 25 yards out. So there's stuff like that where I think he's going to be um he shows a little bit more value than um than P Ryan. Right. I I think I think I can agree with you. Um P Ryan might be the guy that's left out, but I just felt like it was just too many running backs. Um, we might get another wide receiver cut. Um, it's 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 going to be some things happening. Um, I know they. I know, I know. Salah said that the, uh, he might, you know, name the starters for the cornerback, um, defensive backs this week. And also, we finally got. We finally know who our kicker is. It's not Eddie Panero. He he got cut. <laughs> he got cut. Uh, while he got cut. And Isaiah Williams got cut. I think Eddie Padero is going to find him a team either way because there's going to be a team that's going to need a kick, kicker. Yeah, he he definitely was um doing his thing towards the end of the season. Um, and I said he he was making his kicks during the preseason. I think the ones that he did take, you know, whatever it was, whether it be extra point or field goal, he made them. Um, but I I definitely think they they went with just a veteran guy, you know, um. And it's funny, like, if I'm not mistaken, when the last kicker that we had was a former Dallas kicker, so. <laughs> oh, Jesus. We love Dallas players, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, meaning, like, the guy that that we had for some time, if I'm not mistaken, I think he also played for, for Dallas. So right. it's interesting that we, we signed another one. 
Right. Very, very interesting. You know, my thing is just we got our kicker. Um, I don't think I don't think Wilson, Zach Wilson's gonna play week one. Um, taking it with a grain of salt. I might and I'm gonna say Flacco probably gonna be our starter and, and Wilson will probably be ready for the Browns game uh week two. It's just my opinion, but you know. Hopefully Flacco will get it together and just beat his old team and then we can all be happy. But it all depends on the team's performance as well. Yeah. Um I think as I said, I, I think, as I said, I think, you know, we we really at this point didn't really get to see enough of you know of the main guys because, you know, with with injuries and stuff that's been happening, you know, that's why he kept out, you know, a lot of the main guys um, from, uh, you know, from the second game, because, you know, with Zach's injury. So I said, I'm hoping that, you know, with this giant game, we get to, you know, kind of narrow it down, you know, to see what, what we really have. And I think, you know, it should definitely should be a, a, a interesting list. I'm pretty sure there are going to be some surprises in terms of um of cuts, you know, but um, right. you know, the, the there's going to be surprises in the first round of 53, and then there's probably going to be more another surprise or two because you never know who's going to get cut from other teams that we might decide to take a chance on. So You're it right. should be like, it should be a good it should be a, a, an exciting time. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're right. I feel like it's going to be very exciting. Um, let's see. So we went from a Monday night game to a Sunday 1 p.m. game in the last preseason. I don't know why, but I'm going to take it. It's early in the afternoon, you know, and should be a lot of not just relaxation, but it should be a perfect time for, for uh, to watch a game. Um, I know it's second and third stringers, but these players is going to be playing for a roster spot. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, just your take, Kyle. If you if you pick one person to cut other than Lamarcus Joyner, which one would you cut, uh, and why? Um, I said at this point, there's, there's I said there's quite a few that that can be cut, you know, mm. but um, just on the premise that you know, I, at the end of the day, uh. You know, we know we, we narrow it down to 53, and I think we have uh, 80 players right now. So, right. Um, I would say one surprise—not really, not a big surprise, but possibly a surprise cut that might come up—will um, be um, Vinny Curry. Mm. You know, he's a veteran guy that you know fought back from you know uh, a, a really bad illness. You know, last year to you know come all the way back to make it, but as you say, he's injured again. So I I don't see I don't see uh, the Jets looking to keep him, especially with how um you know how many defensive ends we have right now. Uh, you know, to our to our um as a you know to, in terms of our you know the depth that we have right now, you know, as we mentioned it before, there's at least six guys that we can keep that, you know, are worth keeping. So, mm. 
Mm. He's definitely one of the guys I think he's on the outside looking in. Oh, ooh. Miles is very – Miles is kind of tough. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, Miles is going to be very tough because, you know, anybody could get cut. You know, just my opinion. Anybody could get cut. But we know who the starters is going to be, and then there's some that's going to be in question, and it's going to be some that's going to be in doubt. Uh, oh, man, because I was just thinking about this. So – Maybe one cut I could see happening. Um, wow. <laughs> Oof. Mm, I, I can't. Well, you know what? I, I, I want to – it's going to be a quarterback. I think a quarterback will be, will be cut. Um, I don't, I don't want to say Mike White uh, because then you're going to be like, oh, why you saying White? Mike White? <laughs> I mean, it just seems like the kid is performing a little bit better than Mike White. Um, I, I know, I know he, he made some 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 bad throws here and there, but it seems like the kid is still developing well. Um, Mike White threw the ball some, sometimes and all that, but I think Mike White might get cut, and this is going to be a surprise cut. Um, it's just my opinion. Please don't bash me. Um, <laughs> it would be greatly appreciated, but We'll see what happens after the uh, Giants game. Uh, very excited to see that, whether it's the second or third stringers or starters. That's going to be very excited to see. Um, Jesse Bates finally came to camp. He finally came to camp, uh, ended his holdout. Um, basically, he's taking a gamble on himself like uh, Roquan Smith. Uh, what, do you, what do you think that could happen between between these two players that's gambling on themselves? Because you know they both looking for a contract. I think those are the last two players that looking for a big contract. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm, I'm at the point where I definitely understand because um, this is this is the prime contract, especially like with more Bates. You know what I mean? Like this is the big contract before you know, depending on how you know the rest of his career goes. You know, like at this point if he gets another, if he gets like a four-year deal, his next contract will be close to him being 30, which is, you know, on the decline side of, of, you know, the majority of football players. So I understand, you know, you, you want to get that money now so that you don't have to worry about it later. So. Right. And the crazy, and the crazy thing is that, you know, just <laughs> just my opinion. I feel like Jesse Bates played this behind off him and Rokon. They both played they behind off for those contracts, and they and they need and they and they should get it. Look 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 who was holding out: McCaff, Derwin James, Debo Samuel's, and so much more. And these guys got what they deserve, and that is a well well significant contract. And I feel like these guys deserve it as well. Um, hopefully they'll get the deal done. If not, then we'll look at Jesse Bates, free agent. And I feel like he'll get franchise tag before that even happens, in my opinion. You know, so. Yeah. And that is what it is, per se. Um, I feel like Tom, it seems like it's a little paradise with Tom Brady. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Um, Brady is not happy about something. Um of course, of course, you know, when when you got people from different sports talking about they had done something like uh, Dana White 
talking about Brady and um, Gronikowski was going to join the Raiders. And Brady, and of course, Brady was not happy about it. But not, but neither, but neither did uh, Gronikowski didn't say nothing about it. So, so was it true or is this rumors? Um, I said I, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna put a question mark on it because I really couldn't tell you. But you know, the fact that there was other stuff that came out about Brady going to Miami. You know, with the whole on Ross thing, you know, who's to say? You know what I mean? Like, originally, people probably thought that that was some sort of rumor that was going around until stuff came out to kind of prove it. So, you know, you, you never know these days. Right, and also, if Brady did go to Vegas when John when uh, Gruden was there, you know how much money Vegas would have made? Like, like just look at the seats. Look at the seats, Kyle. They would have been full. They don't care if it, it was Oakland. Vegas got Tom Brady. And they feel like they're going to win the championship. They're going to take it back to the black hole. That's, that is crazy to me. That right there would have been crazy. But thank God he didn't, and he just went to the Buccaneers. Um, yeah, but like you said, I think it's all rumors with a question mark. And I'll, you know, hit another question mark with another question mark with another question mark. So it is what it is. And you know what? It's almost season time. Next, please tune into next week's episode because, of course, we got that we got that big announcement. I know I've been talking about it for the past few weeks, and I know and I know y'all finally want to know what it is. And we definitely is going to announce that uh, next week episode. So please stay tuned. That's it for our podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fan Podcast. Um, also, Facebook page at NY Just Fans, Just Fans Only, NY Just Fans. Um, we do this for y'all every week. And until next week, we definitely take a flight. We out of here.